Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Let's talk now for a moment about the domestic activity here in the county. In which pinch yourselves really as a board just how successful 2020 and indeed 2021 have been. Yes, certainly, um, Michael, we, we pinched ourselves. We, we had a lot of opportunities to pinch ourselves as well because I suppose we had, you know, a, a major scheduling, um, I suppose, COVID-related headache uh, in terms of the finalisation of um, the 2020 Championships. And we, we finally got to that that date on the, the last Sunday in August. And I suppose we were able to commence then our new programme, the 2021 programme, um, a few weeks uh, after that. Um, you know, with, with all the decisions made and all the, the promotions and the relegations and the groups set, as it were, uh, arising from 2020. So that, that was a huge challenge for us. It was a huge challenge for clubs. There was a protracted period of uncertainty. Um, but that was really, really, um, you know, the first challenge of 2021 was to get those games played. Um, the majority uh, were, um, I suppose, uh, capped at 500 uh, spectators at the time. We were, I suppose, very pleased uh, when it came to the, the Premier Senior Football Final between Nemo Rangers and, and Castlehaven, that you know we were able to facilitate two and a half thousand patrons in Parky Cueve, uh, which I felt was you know a really significant statement. We had hosted the Munster Senior Hurling Final uh, a few short weeks prior to that in in July between Tip and Limerick uh, as um, and you know we had, and and several and a number of other games as well of, of that. Of that caliber, as it were, and we wanted to have as many people as possible present in Parky Cueve uh, for for those matches. So yeah, that that set us up, I suppose, for for the autumn. Obviously, the the intercounty season had been uh, con- concluded at that stage, uh, and we were moving into the twenty twenty one mode. And, and I mean, it, it brought us through right through to the group stages and to the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. And we had record attendances in terms of the matches. Um, we have had a, was a very healthy gate income back to in excess of a million euros when you count from the 1st of November 2020 up to um, you know the second weekend in December and you know as a county we need that level of income but I suppose particularly we need that level of interest um, from our patrons our club followers who want to see um, their 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 local teams playing and particularly um, I suppose when you have had a, a reasonably high profile inter-county year that, that will always enhance the, the attractiveness of the championship but I think the real attractiveness in the Cork Championship at the moment is the is the group stages is the competitive element of it um, 
and you know th that's I suppose what we've been trying out for for a number of years and I think the formula uh, which we have even uh, technically it goes back in front of the board for for decision uh, in, in a few weeks time uh, I think that that formula is, is is working very very well and I think it's going to be be there uh, into the future I think that that's the template for for the future and I think I'm very comfortable with that certainly and, and most other and most people seem to be as well um, you know across the county the weather was your friend and that won't always be the case and i know down the road there's plans to start these championships a month earlier absolutely and, and michael the, the of course look 2022 now that we're into the the new year of 2022 we're talking in terms of the formal the formal introduction of of the split season and i suppose there's been much much debate um well prior to the last number of years uh, around you know that model of scheduling splitting splitting the year uh, in, into two distinct parts and that is now formally with us i suppose it has come a little bit earlier uh, in effect um in terms of the covid situation and like we you know uh, all Ireland's will be complete concluded on seen a football on the uh, 24th of july and seen a hurling the previous week so you know within a very short period of time post those dates you will be um commencing your club championship in 2022 and you know that would be we'd hope to be involved in the business end and potentially a little bit earlier than that as well if you weren't maybe involved so that that certainly might will make a significant difference because if you if you recall the the glorious sunshine we'll say we had in in um on the last sunday in august for for nemo and castlehaven compared to the to the conclusion of the championships so that that extra three or four weeks will make a significant difference for everybody for for players and for preparation and for for conditions as well certainly the weather was kind to us in 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 the end of 2021 we, we'll take that but obviously that's um very much in the lap of the gods but lots of things are in that in that uh, in that way at the moment but uh, that, that certainly was to our advantage but it's going to be a huge ask. Like <clears throat> There's only uh, 52 weeks in the year. And like a lot of the teams that are successful, they tend to be successful at both hurling and football, as we saw this year with the likes of Ballon Hasek, Canturk. And like when you have dual clubs successful and having only 52 weeks in the year, trying to squeeze everything in is a huge, huge ask. It, it is it is a huge ask, um, Michael, and I suppose as well. You know, there has to be an element of fairness as well in in terms of of the scheduling of games, and that's being fair to those teams that you have clubs that you have identified there. And, and there are always, um, you know, clubs uh, who, who are who are duly involved, and uh, you know, at the business end of championships every year. Um, but um, you know, we have to factor that in. But we also, I suppose, have to stick to the dates as well, and to try and conclude. And inevitably, um, you know, I suppose some of those clubs will will have a particularly heavy program. But then we are looking to a conclusion uh, of the of the of the county championship and looking to a monster club championship uh, deadlines as well. So you know, we have to work within that. Um, that that's that calendar, as it were. But I suppose, Michael, when you look back to to, to previous times when you know the club championship effectively was starting much earlier in the year but then would have been paused for considerable periods of time when we were very successful at inter-county level uh, you know and we, we ended up then in a very very compressed uh, situation towards the end and i'm sure if, if we were to analyze the the, the the scheduling over the years um 
you know, which which was came about out of necessity at the time. Um, you know, you you would find that it would be, um, you know, equally compressed and, and possibly even more so as well. And um, you know, I suppose at least now with the with the the formal split season, uh, and I suppose the about two years now of of the new championship program, you're going to have um certainty as well. And I think that's that has been the message from from more players and from more clubs um, that they wanted certainty in as much as they possibly can. And, you know, I, I think players and club mentors, um, you know, want, they're, they're happy to make the, you know, to make the sacrifices and all that when they have certainty as to that, that fixtures window. Whereas prior to that, you know, historically, uh, th that lack of certainty, I think, was, was very problematic. And you know it was nobody's fault in particular. It was a it was a national problem. It was a a, a byproduct of being successful on on the national stage, uh, and then you know the club games tended to get maybe um, maybe not the window that they needed. So we have certainty. Uh, we have fantastic sponsorship um, from the Bonsecour Hospital in in our football championships for the last two years, and Co-op Superstores, Dairy Gold Co-op, and the senior in the hurling championships. Uh, and you know, and several other, I suppose, uh, as well. You know, in terms of the car credit unions in in our leagues and, and all other sponsors as well. And I suppose we're we're trying to develop that that commercial element of the stadium and also of the the brand of Cork GA. So you know, fixture certainty and and those shop windows, be they in August, September, October, are very important in that in that regard as well. Now that the championships in Cork under the auspices of the county board have been reformed, the layer underneath the county board are the eight divisions who are operating as eight independent republics dealing with junior championships. Are there plans now to extend their reforming down to the divisions as well? Well, at, at the moment, the, the lower intermediate grade, um, I suppose, is in, in transition um you know in in hurling and you know, it's anticipated that that will you know go by the wayside by the end of 2022 for the start of 2023 so we we certainly have i suppose we have a number of common principles michael which apply to our the 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 leagues we'll say and have done for the last number of years in terms of promotion relegation um groups etc uh, minimum number of games uh, and the same principles apply to the championship program so i suppose as a starting point in terms of i suppose the conversations uh, that need to happen um you know i suppose having standardized championships in as much as you possibly can and is is an, is a is, it would be highly desirable that you would have a minimum i suppose number of games and that the format in each of the divisions for the junior championships you know would be broadly similar as well and i suppose we're, we're very conscious of the you know, to maintain and enhance the junior championships. Um, as far as I, I don't see any, any concern um, or any appetite uh, within the county board for you know major um, structural changes to divisions. But I think there is um, a significant um, you know cry as well and a voice from clubs. Uh, you know that they would like to have as many games as possible within the divisions. You know when they're competing at that level. Uh, which is very very important for a huge amount of clubs in our county uh, and so if we can kind of transpose those principles um you know across i think that would be a starting point as well um and also maybe you know regional leagues as well at, at the junior grade that would be very very important because you know ultimately back to what we've been talking about is is we're, we're talking about you know players want certainty clubs want certainty and a minimum number of games is a huge part of that as well and a very reasonable part of it 
Um, so I think that that's you know a body of work that we have we have started into um, before Christmas, uh, and we will be taking that up now uh, with the divisional officers uh, and in con- conjunction with the, those uh, officers and, and the teams as well. Uh, and I suppose w- with an eye to the bigger picture as well. And look, you know, I suppose the responsibility, Michael, of the of the county board and county board officers and county secretary and CEO and, and you know, I suppose the principal officers are, are any on any given uh, any given year is to look at the, the bigger picture for the county, whether it's in terms of Proposal B or, you know, changes to Munster Championship or All-Ireland Series, uh, but also to our clubs and, and to what we provide for domestically as well. Uh, and we do that, you know, in conjunction with our divisional committees uh, and we do so in a respectful way. But at the end of the day, we've got to have, um, you know, good competition at that level as well. Um, because if you don't have competition, um, you know, you, you have uh, you have a fall off, you have a lack of interest and, and that's not healthy. And I suppose, Michael, you know, over the past year, um, I suppose we, as I said to you at the very start, we spent a lot of time, um, you know, I suppose reinvigorating and putting the new Rebels Bounty draw on, on the road, as it were, in the early part of 2021. And apart from the, um, you know, I suppose th- that project in terms of selling tickets and selling the message and the, the, the methodology and the significant prize funds and the advantages for clubs, um, we also, I suppose, had an opportunity the, the, the group that were involved or are involved as a steering committee, uh, which I would have been heavily involved with, um, you know, to engage with clubs at other levels as well in terms of where they're at. And you know, it is absolutely fair to say and accurate that we have in urban and rural areas and in various parts of the city and the county clubs that are struggling, you know, as well. And we have a, a responsibility to um to support them as well so whilst we were maybe on, on, on the road in terms of ticket sales and fundraising for clubs uh, and and for the board as well but particularly for clubs and i suppose introducing that n- new model and, and demystifying it and i think we did a good job with that i think the response has been very very good and we hope that it will be equally good now in, in 2022 when we're on that campaign at the moment and have been now for since we launched the 2022 series on the 2nd of, no- of december um, you know, so that, that we have our ear to the ground as well in terms of, of where clubs are at and, um, you know, the junior championships and, and the divisional boards are very much part of the, of the future plans. Uh, but we've got to be keeping refining that and, and supporting divisional boards and supporting clubs. Because I know some of the clubs that are definitely down at um, lower intermediate hurling are already saying, and I'm sure will be saying, please don't send us back to the divisions and like down in the, say, the Beira division, you had Arden this year who played, and they would have told me that themselves, played three games in in total, three championship games in total in 2020. The one game to conclude the 2020 championship, they had no game in Beira. They played Bride Rovers and beat Bride Rovers in the quarterfinal of the of the junior football and then lost to Boherby in the, in the, in the semifinal. Like, it's not fair on them either to have so few games and, and that comes that that's what you've described there michael i suppose comes to the heart of or is at the heart of, of what we are trying to trying to achieve uh, and i mean we have to look you know very carefully at, at the scenario that those clubs find themselves in uh, and you know quality games and quantity of meaningful games and, and how to best address that so that's that's the challenge uh, and but that is a real challenge as well you know and, and it does exist and um you know that deserves and, and we'll get 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 